بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولاهما بعد. Today, inshaAllah, we will talk about one of the main characteristics of a mu'min, of a believer. In fact, some have said that this is the queen of all of the akhlaq of the believer. Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran, وَعِبَادُ الرَّحْمَانِ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هَوْنَا The worshippers of Ar-Rahman are those who walk with humility on this earth. Notice how Allah links worshipping Him with humility. And that is why our scholars say that one of the defining characteristics of Iman is humility. You cannot have Iman if you have arrogance. You cannot have Iman if you have an atom's weight of arrogance in your heart. So today we will summarize what is humility and what is the essence of humility and how we can achieve humility and what are some of the signs of humility. Realize, dear brothers and sisters, that the Arabic term for humility is tawadu' and as with all Arabic concepts, the word itself has a linguistic profundity. Tawadu'a means from wada'a to lower yourself. When you say wada'a in Arabic, it means you put it down. Wada'atu shay, I put it down. Tawadu', you are putting yourself down constantly. Tawadu', you are conquering your own ego. That's the very linguistic meaning of tawadu'. And our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was commanded by Allah in the Quran, Wahfil Janahaka Lil Mu'minin. Lower your wings in front of the believers. It's a metaphor. Show humility. Wahfil Janahaka Lil Mu'minin. If even our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is being told to lower his wings, then how about us? And Allah Azza wa Jal inspired the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as he says in the authentic hadith, Allah inspired me to tell all of you. This is a special hadith. Allah inspired me to tell all of you to be humble to one another. And Everyone should be humble in front of others. Why? The Prophet said, so that nobody feels kibir against the other. Nobody is arrogant against the other. So how then do we know whether we have humility or not? Our scholars mention certain signs of humility. We should monitor and see if we have these signs. Of the signs of humility is to not want to be in the limelight, to not want to always be at the forefront in any gathering. When you're amongst a group of people, when you're sitting in a room, to feel, I want to be the most center of attention, this is not a sign of humility. It should be grudging. You should be pushed forward, as our Prophet said, that we don't give leadership to those who desire it. Others should tell you and encourage you to desire to be in that position. Of the signs of humility is that when people praise you, you feel uncomfortable. You should should not relish praise you should not welcome praise much less crave it when somebody praises you and if you're truly humble well we thank Allah for the praise I mean it's something Allah has blessed us with we thank Allah but we in our hearts feel uncomfortable that I'm not worthy of this praise this is a sign of humility of the signs of humility is to recognize mistakes and sins and to confess in front of Allah of your sins and to acknowledge mistakes in front of other people one of the main litmus test if you're humble or not is when you recognize you have committed an error will you apologize or not or how big is one's ego the ego is clashing with humility so if you are humble and you recognize you've made a mistake and you cannot apologize for the mistake 
then clearly there's an issue of humility. And of course, the biggest symbol of arrogance, the worst type of arrogance is arrogance against Allah Azza wa Jal. And that is of course kufr. To not be humble in front of Allah, this is literally satanic. It is literally the kufr of shaitan. So understand this point. The opposite of humility in front of Allah is kufr. There is no middle ground in front of Allah. But we're talking about humility in front of other people. Also, dear brother, Brothers and sisters, understand this as well. That our Prophet embodied humility in his life. The way that he interacted with people, the way that he lived, the way that he slept and ate, the way that he dressed. Nobody could tell him apart. When they entered into a gathering, they would have to ask, which one of you is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? The Prophet sallallahu did not like to be praised. Anas ibn Malik himself said that because we knew he didn't like it, we wouldn't stand up in his presence. We would be humble in front of him because he did not want to be the center of attention even amongst the Sahaba. He would dress in the simplest of garments. He had no problems riding a mule or a donkey, even though it is a humble creature and he could afford a camel or a horse he rode mules and donkeys and the people would address him as Abu Qasim with his kunya he didn't have fancy titles people would call him Ya Abu Qasim and he did not mind this at all and our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mended his own shoes and milked his own goats and camels he did not command his servants and his wife to do things for him all of this as a sign of humility so these are some of the things that we can see whether we are humble or not what are some of the fruits of humility what happens when we are humble of the the most important character of the most important blessings of being humble is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. Our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, should I not tell you of the one whom Jahannam has been made haram for? Never enter Jahannam. They said, who? He said, the one who is easygoing and soft, hayyin, sahlayyin, the one who's soft and humble, the one who's easygoing, everybody knows and loves him. That person, Jahannam is haram for that person. Allah loves that person who is humble, who is simple. Of the biggest blessings of being humble as well, and it's a very beautiful blessing, when you lower yourself in your own eyes, when you continue to understand that Allah has blessed you above what you deserve. Uh, by the way, an important point here. Humility does not mean that you don't feel blessed. Humility means you don't feel better. There's a difference between blessed and better. Everyone should feel blessed. Allah bless me. Everyone should feel, Alhamdulillah, Allah guided me to Islam and Iman. Allah gave me wealth and health. Alhamdulillah, we feel blessed. But that doesn't mean we feel better. That's where humility comes. Humility is not, no, I'm not, I, I have nothing. No, you have everything. You have Iman. You have Taqwa, inshaAllah ta'ala. You have health. You have wealth. You have family. We thank Allah. We appreciate we feel blessed that's not being not being humble rather humility is we don't feel better we don't feel I am worthy we don't feel I deserve this we don't feel that person is worse than me that's where humility uh, is indicated so we said that of the uh, of the blessings of humility as well our Prophet Sallallahu said actually this is he was giving khutbah he was on the mimbar and he made a gesture with his hands and he lowered his left hand and he said man he lowered his left hand. Whoever lowers himself for the sake of Allah, he took his right hand and raised it up. Allah, Allah will raise him higher. Whoever humbles himself, Allah will dignify him. Whoever has humility, Allah will bless him with izzah. This is the irony, the divine irony of humility. If you're truly humble, you will be beloved and admired and respected. 
And if you desire fame and you desire arrogance, then even if people outwardly give it to you because of your wealth, because of your, your power, even if they outwardly give it to you, inwardly they hate you. Inwardly they don't like you. It is only the truly humble whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses. And so the humble person is actually the one who has the most izzah by, in the eyes of the people, even though in his own eyes he doesn't think that he's worthy. This is the essence of humility. And that is why all of the prophets of Allah were humble people. All of the prophets of Allah embodied humility, embodied that living, that simplistic lifestyle. Quick ending, how do we achieve humility? What are practical steps that we need to do to achieve humility? Point number one, we study the dangers of arrogance. Understand that arrogance is the sin of Iblis. Understand that arrogance is the sin of Fir'aun. Understand that arrogance is the sin of Abu Lahab. When you understand how evil arrogance is, that our Prophet ﷺ said that no one who has an atom's weight of arrogance shall enter Jannah. When you understand this, then you will be forced to be humble and you will recognize the importance of humility. Number two, monitor your heart. Anytime you feel that you are better than somebody, remember, better and not more privileged. You should think you are more blessed. Allah gave me more. Yes, you should think you are the most blessed person on earth. No problem. Allah gave me and Allah gave me even though I don't deserve. That is feeling blessed. But you should never feel better. The minute you feel I am better than this person, I am somebody who is more worthy than this person, then this is the sign of arrogance. So we monitor our heart. And when we feel it, we have to fight it. Point number three of the ways that we counter humility, uh, arrogance and gain humility is we increase our private actions of worship. We do worship when nobody is watching, especially tahajjud and giving secret charity. This is of the ways we practice humility. Point number four, never ever disdain any chore or routine or something that you need to do for your life that is halal. Our Prophet as we said, would mend his own shoes. He would milk his own goats. The, the, the Khulafa al-Rashidun would do their own chores. It is said that Umar ibn al-Khattab once was carrying a large jug of water for his family. And they said, oh Amir al-Mu'mineen, you are the Khalifa now. You're the Khalifa. How can you do this? And he goes, no, a delegation came to me and I felt something in my heart and I had to break that. He did the chores that otherwise others would do. He did those mundane chores so that he removed from his heart. And I know of many uh, of our teachers of the shuyukh and the ulama, they would do the most menial things. One of the great ulama of the previous generation, I don't want to mention his name, he was once seen cleaning the toilets of the rest of the uh, uh, masjid that he would pray in. And they said, what are you doing? And his son came to, what are you doing? And he said, I felt something in my heart. So I had to do this to break what is in my heart. So that overcoming of uh, something that you might think is mundane or trivial. So our Prophet ﷺ would do these types of things. And the Sahaba demonstrated simple life and doing the chores. Also of the ways that we can counter arrogance and be humble. And final point here, that our Prophet ﷺ said, if you wish to find me, you will find me amongst the weak, amongst the poor. That's where you will find me. For Allah helps a nation because of their du'afa, because of their masakin, because of the poor, Allah helps them. So if you want to be truly humble, then be involved with those that are less privileged. Don't hang around the rich and elite only. Don't hang around the powerful because that's going to corrupt your heart. If you want to be humble, then hang around those that are socially and economically disenfranchised. They are the ones whom society does not look up to. And our Prophet said, if you want to 
find me? Ibghuni fi du'afa'ikum. You will find me amongst the du'afa. Because Allah helps a qawm. Not because of the rich. Not because of the powerful. But because of the widows. Because of the orphans. Because of the masakeen. Go there. You will find me. Meaning you will find that is where Allah will love you. If you want to overcome your arrogance. You want to feel humble. Get involved in work that is really benefiting socially underprivileged people. And help the yatama and masakeen. And that will help you overcome your own arrogance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all with humility. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala eliminate any kibr from our hearts. And inshallah we'll continue tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّهْرَ فَلْيَصُمْهُ وَمَنْ كَانَ مَرِيضًا أَوْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ بِكُمُ الْيُسْرَ وَلَا يُرِيدُ بِكُمُ الْعُسْرَ وَلِتُكْمِلُوا الْعِدَّةَ وَلِتُكَبِّرُوا اللَّهَ عَلَى مَا هَدَاكُمْ وَلَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ